how are these athletes preparing their bodies mentally and physically for when the game comes back? That is the conversation we should be having as sports fans, and that's what we'll discuss today on the Game Time Guru. So, what time is it? Game Time Boom! If you're sick of the mainstream sports outlets, well, so was I. So I started my own show. I'm Shane Larson, and this is the Game Time Guru. It's different than other talk shows. I'm providing a panoramic view on sports so you can see them through a different lens. So buckle up and let's go. What's up, everybody? Shane Larson here, also known as the Game Time Guru. Excited to be here with you guys today as we discuss a topic that's uh, going on currently right now and how, and this is how uh, athletes should be taking care of their bodies mentally and physically to prepare for when they come back to compete at the highest level. So before we get started, just make sure that you guys are tuned in and that you guys are subscribed to my podcast, right? So hit that subscribe button and leave me a review on my show. I really appreciate everybody who's listened to my call to action in the episodes and now I've hit over 80 reviews on my podcast and Apple Podcast. Please leave me a review. It'd be super helpful for me. Uh, it's helpful for the credibility of the show and the growth of the podcast. It's now reached 76 different countries, which is another um, awesome milestone for me. And I'm just grateful to, to be in this spot. We've had over 47,000 downloads of the show. Guys, the, the show started three years ago and we're still going strong. As you see, if you're watching the video, I am now recording this in my uh, house because I packed up my studio uh, to do some social distancing as we're dealing with the same problems that the whole world's dealing with, and that is the coronavirus, trying to do our part in helping flatten the curve, if you will. That does not mean we won't find ways to record podcasts and bring content to you guys, the sports fans. So something that's been on my mind a little bit this week, especially, um, as uh, we really just don't know what's going to happen moving forward. We hear all these sporting, you know, these, these sporting organizations talking about potentially continuing on their season a little bit later on in the summer. Um, what I don't think people realize is the impact it's going to have on these athletes as they try to get back into game shape. Um, I know that a lot of these athletes are not allowed to practice at their, their facilities, depending on where they're at. Uh, Los Angeles, the Lakers were told not to, to come to the facility to, to stay away from the facilities uh, for their workouts. I think that's because California had its own laws going on. And they were just trying to do their part. But everyone's going to have different rules and regulations. And quite honestly, like everyone's going to say, well, they can work out at their house. They have gyms at their houses. Let me tell you something. Reality is they don't. <laughs> like not every one of them is LeBron James who has a mansion. A lot of these players actually live in apartments or they rent out a house or something for the time that they're with their, their teams, because they don't know if they're going to be, they're not all on, you know, you know, multi-million dollar deals that are like, you know, 40 million a season or more. Um, and they have long-term contracts. Some of these guys are, you know, making lower than that and they are on short-term deals. So I think that's what the misconception is with a lot of athletes and a lot of fans. They think that every athlete's going to have their own house, their own gym. They don't just the reality of it because of mo all these athletes have access normally to these big time facilities. They do. They have access to these big time facilities that have everything they need there. Um, obviously like the superstars that have the money and the, the stability at their current locations will probably put a gym inside their house and they can work out there and that's fine, but not all of them do. In fact, the vast majority do not. And so the conversation has come up. How do these guys stay in shape and how do they get back into shape? I'm going to give you a personal example for, for me, right? Like I'll tell you right now how quickly you can get out of shape if you're not smart, right? 
if you're not smart with what you're doing, especially when I'm locked in the house, I'm having to make a legitimate effort to stay, keep my body moving. That means when I, I go out and walk twice a day, take my dogs once, and then I go by myself once just to get my body moving. And then I'm trying to do some sort of uh, workout inside my house because I am not in shape. I'm not in the shape that I want to be in. I'm in some sort of shape. <laughs> That's probably round or a pair, but uh, I'm not like I used to be. Um, and I'm trying to stay in shape for the time that like comes where I can go and do some physical activity again. It's not going to kill me, but it's hard. It's hard to find things to do inside the house and hard to find ways to stay disciplined because you got to get creative, but it's not like I'm going to go back and play basketball and be in good shape. And I'm definitely not competing at the highest level. What people don't realize is how, how hard it is to compete at the highest level of any sport. It is extremely difficult. And that is why LeBron James, I've done an episode on this before. That is why LeBron James is so like unbelievably inspiring in that regard, because he takes care of his body so well at the age that he's at to be competing at the level that he's at for so long consistently without a ton of major injuries. I mean, he's had last year was his biggest injury season and that was with the groin and I mean, that was the first time that we've seen him out for an extended period in quite some time. It's because he takes care of himself. It takes a lot of effort to compete at the highest level and keep your body in shape to be able to do so. Basketball specifically, they're getting into the playoff season. They are getting into this. Uh, they were just about to start the playoffs. I mean, we're only, we were only a month out from the playoffs, right? That's the highest level of basketball, the highest level of competition. I'm not sure what the NBA does if they decide they, are, they do want to start the season up again uh, and finish it out because you can't just go into playoff basketball mode after having been off for four weeks to eight weeks, whatever it may be. These guys aren't in basketball shape. <laughs> they're, they're at home just like the rest of us. They can do their at-home workouts, but it's not going to keep them in game shape because they're not practicing together. And everybody who's competed in sports knows that. That's why you have, like in football, you have two-a-days to start the season up when you're going into your, your practices. That's why uh, basketball, you have off-season workouts and, and summer practices so that when it comes time to actually get started, then you have tryouts, and then you have like a month of practice before you actually even start competing in games because you've got to get used to it. you got to get used to each other, you know what I mean? Um, and that's just the reality of it, you know? It's, it's going to be tougher than people think. It's going to be a lot tougher than people think to actually – see these guys compete at the highest level. And that's what I worry about. I mean, you're looking at, at basketball. These guys have, in, in the sport of basketball, they have the whole issue with uh, the playoffs coming up. But then you've got football that it's kind of diving into now, and it has the potential to impact the offseason workouts. And if that, if that happens, then that's really going to suck because these football players, you know the toll it takes on their body too. They've got to get themselves ready because if you, if you start too early – then the injuries happen. So you do have to prepare your body physically, mentally, emotionally to be able to compete at the highest level, especially at football. So we're, we're getting into that realm, right? This is what I'm worried about. Like how the, I don't know how they're going to do it with basketball. If they just call the season all together, that might be an option just to call it all together and not finish, which would be highly unfortunate. It's highly unfortunate. There's a domino effect there and the domino effect that you potentially run into with that is like, let's just say for the Lakers, for instance, LeBron obviously having one of his best seasons that he's had, statistically speaking, and his team is leading the Western Conference. He's rocking it with, with AD, uh, but we never really get to see. Like, what if? What if AD's like, okay, well, that sucks. We didn't get to finish the season the way we wanted to, but I'm bouncing because he, he leaves in the, in the summer um, to another team that we never know what could have happened there, right? And this was like 
the Lakers had a shot to run the Western Conference and the Clippers had a chance, but like the Warriors were bowing out for a season, right? Well, now the Warriors are going to come back fully healthy next year, reloaded completely with superstars, and they're going to have a strong team. Um, and who knows, man, if they start clicking, they might be running it. So w there will be a lot of what ifs. I'm sure there's a lot of documentaries that will come out from it because people are going to be like, man, what would have happened? Like LeBron's only getting older. AD and LeBron played one season, then it ended abruptly. Like what, what happens here? Like there's a lot of things that could potentially happen, especially if they call the season short, because guys take into effect that you can't just go and start the season up in two weeks after coming back. That's not the reality of it. They might try, but to be able to compete at the highest level and have all that camaraderie and have the teamwork, have everything flow together, you know, smoothly, it's not going to work. You've got to, you've got to have at least four weeks of training together and get back into game shape to be able to compete without injuries at the highest level. And that, that's crazy. Like, I know people think that's nuts for me to say that, but honestly, think about this. They have training camps and everything for sports when you start the new season, but that's after an off season where a lot of athletes should be putting in work in the off season anyway. So for like about a month to two months, even sometimes three months, athletes are, you know, working to get themselves ready to stay ready, you know, so that when they hit training camp, they're not going to get hurt. They can just put in a lot of work and they avoid injuries. They're working right now. These athletes aren't able to work. They're, they're doing the exact same thing that the majority of, of the world is doing right now. And that's staying quarantine. And, you know, they just have to find ways to stay here. Like just pass their time. So they're not staying in game shape. It's not like they're out there going on a run every day. Some of them don't even have cardio equipment at their house because again, they utilize the facilities that their organizations provide. But if they're not allowed to utilize those facilities during this quarantining time, then that's a problem. So just keep that in mind. It's one thing that I always, you know, I've always been like very aware of how hard it is to keep your body in shape, especially at that level. And that's what's kind of worrying me about like potentially starting these seasons up, uh, how these athletes are going to get back into game shape and how long it's going to take them. And if they can't, and they just think for the betterment of the players and the, the future of the sport that they just call the season, then what are all the what ifs that could potentially come from it? It's super interesting. It's super interesting. I, uh, I'm really bummed because I'm a jazz fan and I'm, I'm bummed because the jazz have a solid team this year a really, really solid team. Um, and they were starting to kind of click again after they had their, their little slump after the all-star break, but they were finally starting to click again. And this might be another, what if like, it's a tough situation. No one it's unprecedented. Nothing has ever happened like this in the, in the past. We've never dealt with this in the past in, in the world of sports. And so we're going to see what happens. We're going to see how people respond, how people react, how these organizations handle these things. It's tough. It is really really tough and uh i'm curious to see what happens i'll tell you what i do not want to happen though i do not want these players these superstars coming back because i'm a fan of the sport as much as i'd love to see the jazz compete for a championship potentially in the in the western conference playoffs i'd love to see the, the storylines were awesome man i'd love to see cp3 and the thunder that underdog story that somehow they just became a you know a playoff team in the western conference when no one thought they would like i'd love to see those play out because I love the game. I love the, I love sports. I love to see those storylines, but I do not want to put our superstars at risk for injuries. So we do not want to come back into the season after having two months off and start them up within two weeks 
and risk the potential for injuries that could derail their next season. You know what I mean? Or could slow down their next season uh, and potentially their futures. We have a lot of talent in the NBA right now. A lot of talent, a lot, a lot of young talent. The, the NBA talent is so promising. The future is so promising because all of these young guys that are coming in, it's the future of the NBA. Like it's, it's starting to happen right before our eyes. I do not want to put any of that at risk for just the, the short-term fulfillment, if you will. It will suck for a lot of guys. LeBron is having a great season, but he's getting older. AD, I told you that before. There's a lot of guys like that. Um, it will suck for a lot of guys. A lot of guys are having great seasons, and if it ends up being abrupt, that does suck. But I do think for the future of the NBA, if it comes to that, I'd rather focus on the future, let these guys prepare their bodies properly, get them ready for the season rather than throwing them into the fire and getting them hurt too early. So, guys, that's my quick episode this week. Just wanted to get your guys' thoughts on it, too. Let me know what you think. Leave me a review on my podcast, please, and interact with me. Follow me on all my social media platforms. I'm always happy to chat it up with you guys um, and post sports content the most I possibly can and just converse with you guys about all this stuff. Love y'all, and uh, we'll talk to you next time. Guys, thanks so much for listening to another episode of my show. Now, if you could go and do me a favor, head over to iTunes, give me five stars, and leave me a review. It would be greatly appreciated. Thanks, guys. Appreciate your support.